Welcome to the Life is a Journey podcast, where my goal is to help you to strive, thrive, and be all God has called you to be. No matter what comes, we can make it in this journey, because life is a journey. Welcome back to the Life is a Journey podcast. In this week's episode of Life is a Journey, the topic of discussion is love and perspective. What is your definition of love? What is your definition of perspective? What do you define love as? What is love? What is perspective? This is what we will be discussing in this week's episode of Life is a journey. Welcome back to the Life is a Journey podcast. This week's topic of discussion, we'll be talking about love and perspective. Love and perspective, two very, very intriguing and important words of life and actions of life. This came to me like any other podcast, and it spoke volumes to me in a way that um, all throughout this week and within these last two days, it really, really hit me in a different way. It all started, I want to say it was last week on Wednesday or Thursday. No, excuse me, Tuesday or Wednesday. I was reading my devotional, devotion, excuse me from my book which is called Jesus Calling. I can't remember the author at this moment in time, but I'll make sure to put it in the notes. However, I was reading my daily devotion and in the devotion it was talking about love. It was also talking about our perspective. And there's so much that I have to dive into on today. But that's how this this topic of discussion came about. So once again, as I start every podcast I would like to thank each and every one of you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to my podcast because I believe that this podcast is very helpful to you and I pray that it is. Once again, if you have any comments that you would like to leave, um, leave them on my Facebook page and I'll make sure to, to address them or to read them and make note of them that in upcoming podcast anything that you might want to hear discussed about that I'll I'll be discussing that um this 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 discussion today is very important because as we all know love is an action word perspective is our view of things our view of life and just briefly I would like to give the definition of those and actually, if I'm not, yeah, excuse me, I have one to two definitions of these so that you can get a better understanding or grasp of where I'm coming from with this discussion. So let's start with love. Love. The definition is unselfish, loyal and benevolent. Also another definition, the object of attachment, devotion or admiration. Warm attachment, 
enthusiasm, or devotion. Affection based on admiration. A strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties. And the def definition of kinship is the quality or state of being, also meaning kin, relationship to. Now, perspective. A mental view or prospect to gain a broader perspective on the international scene. Also, a visible scene especially. I don't know. Y'all forgive me. I, I got this from the Merriam-Webster, and that's how they got that put together. It's, it's seen especially, and that's all in one word, which is new to me. I've never seen it like that. Um, one giving a distinctive impression of distance. A, excuse me, the interrelation in which a subject or its parts are mentally viewed places the issues in proper perspective also known as point of view. The, capac the capacity to view things in their true relations or relative importance, trying to maintain my perspective. Those are the definition for um, those two words that we'll be discussing. And I mean, I have so many notes and I don't know if I'm going to be able to cover them all, y'all, but I'm going to do my best to because I feel like everything that was taken down, everything that that was that should go into this, I feel like it will be of help to you. And love is so many people have their own definition of love, but we all know that God is love. That's the most important love of all, because the scripture tells us that if we don't have love, you know, you can have all these other things. But if you don't have love, you're like a clanging symbol. So you're just making noise. You can do all these great things. But if you don't have love or if you didn't do it in love, what's the point of it? Did you do it in a way of of trying to get recognition did you do it in a way of oh let me do this so 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 they'll do this for me no that's not love love is unselfish as you as you heard me read earlier it is it's done in a way that i'm not looking for any anything in return from you i'm doing it out of the kindness of my heart that's love doing something and not expecting anything in return that's love some people's their perspective on it is jacked up. And it needs to be readjusted because in this life. As 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 a pastor, uh, that church that I used to go to, um, his name is out. Well, excuse me, I won't make mention because I don't I don't want to cause any uh, uproar, you know, anything of that nature without his, you know, um, permission to do so. But I remember him saying that nobody in this life owes you anything nobody you know so when people do things that's that's nice for you tell them thank you you know that's love and the way we go about life the way we approach life the way we approach our everyday things that we do from as simple as going to the grocery store and getting groceries or getting something from the store being kind and loving to that cashier 
You don't know what that person is going through. You don't know what they're facing when they go home. You don't know what their current situation is. You don't know if they're in an abusive relationship. You, we don't know. So it's our responsibility to show love to each other. I'm going to I have a lot of scriptures um, that I would like to go over or to to make mention of during this podcast and some the rest I will put down in the notes for you to read for yourself. Um, two of the, the, the biggest um, scriptures that I feel like everybody has known or heard of these heard these scriptures mentioned during a sermon or mentioned somewhere along your your journey of life and the first scripture is first corinthians 13 verse 4 through 13 excuse me first corinthians chapter 13 starting at verse 4 through 13 and this is the new living translation love is patient and kind Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless but love will last forever. Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete, and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of what the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror. But then we will see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete. But then I will know everything completely, just as God now knows me completely. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. And that's so true because, man... You can feel love from 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 others, from your spouse, from your children, um, from your family. You can feel it, you know, especially, you know, when you know it's, it's genuine. You know, that's real love. You know, um, one of my one of my another scripture, just real quick, is John 15 and 13. When I think of love, this is this is a scripture that comes to mind. And it says, and don't get me wrong, I don't know scriptures like that. So, you know, but this this scripture is is in my head when I think of love it says greater, greater love have no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And that's what Jesus did. He laid down his life for us, for each and every one of us. You know, the scripture was saying that, you know, that that that, that the that the they became no more they're no more that were they slaves or you know in in that essence but they became friends you know the song by israel new breed said i'm a friend of god i mean who better else to be a friend with that's love you know many of us 
can or can't say that we have a friend that would literally give their life for us. That will give give the shirt off their back. Let them, I mean, like give your life, lay down your life. He said, I lay down my life. No man can take down, take my life. I lay it down. He laid down his life. He could have very well just, you know, slew every single one of those soldiers. But no, he knew what the future held. He knew that he he knew in his heart of hearts that he loved us so much that he will make the ultimate sacrifice and give his life so that we can have life. Y'all hear me say it all the time, and it's so true. He came that we might have life and life more abundantly. That's love. That you would give up your life. That you would that you would go through all that pain, all that affliction, being spat upon, being uh, 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 just, I mean, martyred. Excuse me if I said that wrong, but just literally... I mean, beaten beyond recognition. He wasn't even recognizable. The, the the passion of Christ that we see in other movies, they don't depict what our Lord and Savior looked like. They they said that he it, it was as such that he it wasn't anything beauty beautiful to look upon. And I mean that's love. To sit there and not say a mumbling word. That's love. So as I look into, you know, my perspective on life and how it's been, I have to shift my perspective. You know, none of us are perfect. And I know some people say, well, I ain't perfect. Only God can judge me. Don't judge me. Nobody's judging you. You know, if you if somebody's telling you right, listen to it. You know, the other night I was at, at bowling with my cousin and 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 I love man that's that's like he's always been like a, my big brother like always will be and um he was giving me instructing instruction excuse me and we was we always went bowling man and long story short you know at one point I was kind of giving him instruction and teaching him how to do things when it came to bowling now you know years down the road you know, he, he was giving me some pointers and, and and I'm never in a position to where I cannot learn, you know. And as as I was taking in what he was telling me, my little cousin was there, his son. And I told him, I said, you know, never, you know, and even though I was just kind of just, you know, spreading it, spreading it to him or sharing it with him. Like, you know, never be in a position where you can't learn. You know, always, always be in that position to where you can learn and be teachable, you know, um, because that's that's a perspective of life that many people don't look at it as like, well, I already know it all. Uh, you can't tell me nothing. That's a bad perception. That's a bad, you know, uh, uh, headspace or, or mindset to have, you know, the view that we have on life. A lot of young people, even older people and in between. Their perspective on life and on love is 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 not where it should be, you know. Um, I also thought about going back to my devotion. You know, when you think of when I think of love in this moment in this hour as I'm doing this recording this podcast, that 
you know, uh, you hear it all the time. And I know it's in scripture. Y'all, please forgive me. But, you know, coming back to your first love. Said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that who so whosoever shall believe in him shall have life. If you believe in him, you shall have life and life more abundantly. Like, come on now. And and I'm also reminded that, you know, he loves us so much. He loves us unconditionally, no matter what wrong we do. He loves us. He loves us. He don't see us how people see us, you know, and which brings up another point that I want to dive into real quick. When we say we love and we have the love of God in us, you know, which I'm guilty of. I, I'm, I'm changing myself. I'm working on myself because every day I want to be more like Christ. I don't want to continue to remain like Kawan. I know that Kawan is a flawed person and I have imperfections or different things that I don't like, you know, that took place over experience of life that that have caused me to be a certain way when about certain things. However, we serve a God who is there for us to help us in the change. You know, even at times, you know, we have we should go to God and say, God, teach me how to love. Teach me how to love. We have our own view on, on love, you know, but but God is the one. He is love. So who better else to go to to teach you how to love? And when you go to him, you know, he is so loving that he 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 will give you just what you ask for. He will, you know, and, and, and so when I say about, you know, our perception on love. As believers even if you're not saved, but you, you, you have a mind of, you know, what love is. When you say you love somebody, you don't look at them a certain way. You know, I have my moments where I allow things to irritate me and that's not love. Just as I mentioned in the scripture, love is not irritable. And I say, God, help me with that because I want your, your love to be embodied in me that it exudes out of, out of me in a way that, when I'm with my wife and my children and when I'm with around others that I'm able to embody that type of love. Because at the end of the day, if we ain't got love, we ain't got nothing. I remember Pastor Stokes said, you know, uh, I, I still got the wristband. And I think it I think it had the, the, the second I think it had the second Corinthians or first, excuse me, first Corinthians, the scripture that I gave to you earlier in the podcast. And, 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 and um, he's in the, on the wristband. It was blue and white. I still have it in my uh, nightstand drawer. It said, if I ain't loving, I ain't living. If I ain't loving, I ain't living. And that's so true. You know, if I ain't loving, I'm not living. You know, so we have to change our perspective because if we love somebody, you know, we don't view them in a certain way. You know, when I say I love you, you know, I'm not looking at you, especially if I believe in God. I'm not looking at you in a way of your imperfections and your flaws. You know, I'm looking at you in the light that I should be of God that, okay, yeah, you got this going on, that going on. I, I'm not your judge. I'm, you know, I'm not God, but at the end of the day, you know, it's my responsibility to show you love regardless of where you might be in your walk with God, you know? 
it's so many scriptures, you know, as I as I look down in my notes that I, I want to give to you. And um, actually, before, yeah, excuse me, I, I'm going to give you the scriptures and then I have quite a few, I have a few, few quotes that I would like to give to you. So this, this in particular um, is in regards to our perspective of life. And these are a few verses that will help in your focus or your, excuse me, your perspective of life. The first one is Psalms nine verse, excuse me, Psalm chapter nine, verse seven through eight. The Lord reigns forever. He has established his throne for judgment. He rules the world in righteousness and judges the people's peoples, peoples with equity. So the perspective of this particular scripture is God is and, and I'll give you all the notes and where I, which I got my info from because I don't want no copyright or anything like that. I'm give credit whom to whom credit is due. God reigns supreme over our world today. He knows exactly what is going on. And it's true. You know, at the end of the day, God knows exactly what needs to be done. You know, no matter who's in office, no matter uh, uh, what's going on, he he still reigns. He's the God of everything. <laughs> you know, I have recorded a song on voice, the Voicey app and and. It just came to me that, you know, God of the universe, the galaxy and the stars, he, you know, I'm so thankful for you because I am, you know, no matter who's in office, no matter who's the governor or mayor or, you know, these different officials that set laws and standards for, for how we should conduct ourselves in the laws of the land as we know, we still got to obey them, you know, but our perspective is that God still reigns. You know, he reigns supreme over everything. He he has the whole world in his hands. And I'm thankful that he does, because if if some of us was God, we would be in trouble. Thank God none of us are. Thank God God is God and we are who we are and that he gives us the opportunity to be better and to change and to to work on ourselves. The next scripture I have for you is Psalms 73, verse 26. My health may fail. And my spirit may grow weak, but God remains the strength of my heart. He is mine forever. My health may fail and my spirit may grow weak, but God remains the strength of my heart. He is mine forever. The perspective on this is our God is very personally interested in us and able to support us through every season of our lives. So no matter what season of life you may be in, you may have just got married. You may be just got engaged. You may be getting ready to get married. You may have just had a baby. You may be going through financial hardships. You you may be going through a transition on your job, going from, from this area to another area, promotion or demotion. You know, no matter what season of life you are in, God is interested in, in you, in you. You heard me. That's right. You. Personally, by name, your name. Whether it's Tony, uh, 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 Tanya, Anthony, Joshua. Whatever your name is, God is interested in you. 
as you're listening to this podcast, he's interested in everything that concerns you. He doesn't sleep nor slumber. He's always available. His arms are wide open. But our perspective on it has to be that, okay, I know I messed up. I know I messed up. I did this or I did that. I said this or I said that, you know, that God loves me enough. That That's love. He still loves you. He loves you. No matter what wrong you feel like you 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 don't deserve you we we don't deserve it, but he is loving enough and he his because of his grace and his mercy is sufficient to each and every one of us. He allows us to 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 breathe and wake and to see another day. It's because of him. Some says in him do I live, move and have my being. In him do I live, move and have my being. Cause I'm nothing without him. Oh, I'm nothing without him. It's because of him. Nobody else. You know, no offense to any other religions, but it's because of God that we are here. You know, and I don't I don't shun or talk about or, you know, talk down on anybody's religion because everybody has a choice to choose who 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 they they serve or believe in. You know, my responsibility is to to live my life and be an example of Christ. That's my responsibility. You know, so moving forward. Psalms 105 for the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation. I'm going to read that one more time. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation. Hmm. So the perspective on this is the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues continues forever and his faithfulness just as it reads so he reaches every he 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 everything that god promised he will fulfill you know that's why i'm very careful of making promises to my wife or to my children you know or to any family members or or friends or you know to anyone i'm very careful of that because you know as a man, your word is your word, you know, and I've I've been in situations where I said something and I didn't follow through with it and I felt bad, you know, and there are things that you can make right, you know, but when you put your word out there, you know, that's people going to take you for your word. If you say, OK, I'm going to be there at five o'clock, I need you to be here at five o'clock, you know, really before that's that's something that I'm, I'm very, very articulate on or you know um i i strive to be on time for anything and everything that i do whether it's an appointment whether it's going to church service or even if it's going out to to eat with my wife or with my children if i tell y'all we're going at this time that's the time we're going you know if the movie started this time that's the time we need to be there really before then i'm always i my belief is being early is being on time being on time is being late that's just my belief at the end of the day you know nobody else can 
make you do something. You have to want to do it for yourself, you know, and it's something that I've always been doing since, you know, my my um, probably my late teenage years, I want to say. And I think a lot of it stems from me having to get up and catch the city bus to go to school um, when I was in college and when I was going to ITT Tech. And then I had to work. So, you know, a lot of times I have to get up at like six o'clock in the morning and then I would have to, you know, leave from school, which was like done at one, have to go work a full shift at work. You know, I was working at Speedway gas station and I would leave from from school, catch the, the, the MTA back to the valley, catch that bus to take me down to work, you know, bring my school, my excuse me, my work clothes with me. So, you know. Our love and our perspective on things must be in the right place. It's important. It's imperative that we that we do that, that we seek God for help. And when we don't understand things, you know, he's there for us to help us with understanding. You know, it says my people perish because of lack of knowledge. If you are not knowledgeable of something. Why not go to the one who is knowledgeable of all? He created all things. He created all things. There was nothing that wasn't made that wasn't made by he made it. You know, so as as we continue and we get close to to wrapping this up, you know, I'm just thankful that you're listening. And as you're listening, I pray that your heart is open to love again. I don't know who I'm talking to right now. But I pray that your heart is open to love again, that your heart is open to change your perspective on how you see things, how you view people, how you view love, how you view your life and others lives. I pray that you're open to that, not from me, but from God, that he because he can do the change in you. You know, you hear us say it all. You hear a lot of people say it all the time. It's so true. I, I I came a mighty long way. God and brought me a mighty long way. Or I don't look like what I've been through. You know, some say a wonderful change has come over me. You know, and it's because of God. But we have to we have to yield or surrender our will to his will. You know, that's why he said in the in the prayer in the uh uh, uh the the father's you know in the prayer he said that he said, Not my will but thine will be done on earth as it is in heaven you know even as he was in the garden gethsemane jesus was saying lord if it be if it be your will let this cup pass that's what he was he said if it be your will let this cup pass because jesus knew that what he was about to go through he knew so he said if it be your will let this cup pass i want to give you a few quotes as we wrap this up the first quote and some of these are unknown. Um, no, I, before I give you that, just as I wrap this up, I'll, I'll put the I'll put the the quotes in the uh, in the notes. This hit me the other day. Y'all. I went to the movies and I saw Wrath of Man. And one of the if you haven't seen it, I'm, I don't want to be a spoiler. But there was this particular part of the movie that I felt was very important for me to include in this podcast. And it was the title of this particular part of or caption, if you will, of this particular part of the movie said, 
It was liver, lungs, spleen, heart. And once again, that's from the movie Wrath of Man um, starring Jason Jason Statham. Yeah, Jason Statham. And just real quick, because I don't have a lot of time, but your liver, your liver, (laughs) it came to me. I'm like, okay, okay. So your liver. Your liver is important for in the involvement of how your body functions, you know, even as as far as, you know, whether or not you're able to lose weight and different things. That's a part of your liver. Your lungs is the how you breathe, how you breathe in and breathe out. It's because of him that you're able to breathe, to take in that breath. Then when you wake up that you're able to yawn in these different things, your spleen, your spleen controls how your, your, your movement, you know, it's pretty much your central, your CNS, your central nervous system, you know, it, 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 it entails of whether or not you are able to walk, whether you're not, you're able to walk in a certain way, run, et cetera, et cetera. It's because of him that we're able to move. He controls your spleen. He's, he gives you the ability. It's a blessing. Some people are paralyzed from the waist down. Some people don't have the ability to stand upright. Or some people are on their back with certain injuries that took place to their spleen. And last but not least, heart. Your heart. Guards your heart. A, a, a few episodes ago, we discussed it about matters of the heart. Your heart. Guard your heart above all else, for out of it flows the issues of life. So in your heart, there is, there should be love. There should be a, a, a ability to, with your perspective of life, your perspective of love, and your perspective of how you see others. Remember that. That. It's important. You know, you give your heart to God. God won't disappoint you. Where man will, where I will let you down, or somebody else will let you down, God will never let you down. Never. He will never fail. He will never fail you at all. May not come when you want him, but he's always right on time. And that's a true saying. That's a true statement. You could take that, that, excuse me, to the bank and cash that check. I want to leave you with one of these quotes and then we're going to we're going to wrap this up. Love is our true destiny. We do not find the meaning of life by ourselves alone. We find it with another. It's about love, y'all. I want to give you this one. I feel like this one and then we'll I'm sorry. <laughs> I got I got to enjoy the journey and try to get better every day and don't lose the passion and the love for what you do. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Life is a Journey. And until our next episode, be blessed and stay safe. God bless. At the end of the day, I want to inspire, motivate, and encourage you 
to be all God has for you to be. And remember, until next time, to always live, love, learn, and grow.